And we're back at the Bait and Switch Podcast Studios doing intros and outros for upcoming interviews. This interview is with Bryant Mason. Bryant Mason actually was brought to the podcast through Jim. Yeah, my kids and Bryant's kids were playing on the playground one day, and that's kind of how we all got to, to know each other. And the more I talked to him, the more I realized he was a really great, charismatic guy, and I thought he'd be a really good interview. I think it turned out really well. As always, you can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast feeds. In addition, you can find us at baitandswitchpodcast.com, our new website. And of course, through our Facebook page, Bait and Switch Podcast. We appreciate all of our listeners, and if you like what you're hearing, please pass us along to your friends. Your podcast starts now. Hola, bienvenidos. This is Richard Wilson. With this podcast, there are no electives. Every program is a prerequisite. The semester is in session. It's season two of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. My name is Jim Martin, along with my co-host, as always, Chris Beyer. First, before we get into our interview today, I want to give a nice shout out to our location of the week. Thanks to Menominee Falls. We've had a lot of listeners in Menominee Falls lately. We just want to give them a big thanks and a, and a oorah and keep it up, Menominee Falls. So today we have with us a gentleman by the name of Bryant Mason. Bryant, welcome. Thanks. Glad to be here. How are you doing today? I'm good. My kids are hopefully sleeping now, so we should be good to go. Okay, good, good. Fingers crossed, yeah. As we've referred to a couple times, we kind of tape late here in the Bait and Switch Podcast right. studio. Right, yep. We usually start at 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We got a little later start tonight. We had to do some yapping earlier on, and and uh, so, yeah, hopefully the, hopefully the kids are asleep. No, I'm glad, glad to be here. Thanks for yeah. thinking of me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, Brian, your heart is in theater. Yes, yes, And yes. the money is in elsewhere, but the big passion is theater. Yeah, that's my uh, my background. I've uh, been doing theater since I was about uh, about five. My mom got me into it when I was little to try to get me over being shy. I was really like an introverted kind of shy kid. Oh, okay. Um, and then so she got me into theater, and I think she's regretted it ever since. Because uh, so <laughs> well, it worked I, so well? I really thought he was going to be a doctor, and then the silly theater thing came along. So, But yeah, I ended up going <laughs> to grad school, graduate school for it, um, worked professionally in New York for about 10 years, uh, okay. met my wife there. When we had kids, we you know left the city and... I've been doing uh, artistic management. I ran a theater company in Portland, Maine that I'd started with some friends doing free outdoor summer Shakespeare. We moved here, kind of took a break for a while, and then in the past couple of years gotten back into the uh, the small theater scene here in Milwaukee, which is really, really cool. And now yeah. I am delighted to be uh, uh, the artistic director of a, a small theater company here, Mad Rogues Theater Company. Mad uh, Rogues. Mad Rogues, yep. Formerly known as Bard and Bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, reinvented as Mad Rogues. Uh, Bard and Bourbon is still a performance stream underneath the larger theater company, Mad Rogues. Uh, and that's, uh, and then we're doing Bard and Bourbon shows that incorporate, uh, one drunk actor at every performance. Mm-hmm. And then we're doing one, uh, series we're calling Gravediggers, which is, uh, all sober, so more traditional. Have okay. you been the drunk actor? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's was- how I got, that's how I got into it. my first show in Milwaukee was doing, uh, uh, one of the Bard and Bourbon shows and, uh, 
At the time, I set the record for the most shots. Oh, really? Yes. No, wait, you didn't just stumble in from the bar, did you, and fall onto the, onto the stage? Hey! Tonight? Tonight? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first time you first time you were the drunk guy, I walked in. And yeah, I don't know. With this, I, I, heard, I saw something going on over there. Yeah, I walked right, in. Right. I thought, I was like, I know this yeah. play. I did this What's four years ago on Summerstock. So, yeah, no, it was it was cool. <laughs> you know, I ended up doing far too many uh, bourbon shots and fell out of a cab on the way home. Uh, uh, <laughs> was true. <laughs> well, it was moving? No, I mean, the car had stopped, but I just <laughs> okay. I got out of the cab and fell on the lawn on the lawn out in front of my house. Okay, there you go. <laughs> my how, wife loved that. How long did you stay there? <laughs> um, only about ten minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. My wife came out and got me. <laughs> That's long enough. I think. Was the idea of staging a play with one of the actors being under the influence of alcohol your guys' ideas that come uh, from somewhere else? Not mine personally. Um, this was uh, the the company founder. His name is Katie Merriman, but she she started. And there's various like around the country. There's various versions of. Um, Mostly classical, mostly Shakespeare, uh, involved performances incorporating the consumption of alcohol, um, as part of the performance. Now, many of the different troops do it in different ways. Um, as far as Barton Bourbon being one drunk actor, that was just the way that she chose to, to sort of embrace that. Uh, so everyone else, it's fully staged, fully produced, you know, mm -hmm. you know, just like a real play, except one person's drunk. And they come out and they do shots at the beginning of the show and you do a, a rehearsal. So you know, like how many shots you need to get to, like, that sweet spot where you're happy but still lucid. Yeah. Right. And, that, right. and then you want to just live in that spot for as long as you can. Yeah. Does so. the audience know which actor? Oh, yeah. Is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's at the beginning of the show. The Our drunk tonight is Bryant. Bryant, come on out. So he's gonna, Bryant's going to start with six shots of bourbon tonight, and then we'll <laughs> keep him feeding him bourbon to keep him happy and lubed up all the way through. You know? Has, so, and, has anyone got sick where they you know, were too drunk to not continue. in the shows that i've been in I've, I, haven't, I haven't witnessed that but i have heard of that happening Oof. usually not in the performance though that that's happened in the rehearsal because every drunk oh, actor yeah. gets a rehearsal sure. where you kind of set that bar and right. if you cross that threshold I, there have been some in incidents during rehearsal but not not that i know of during performance that's why you have rehearsal that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so you can you got to rehearse. Right, right. So you can tell their alcohol tolerance. Yeah, you kind of get a feel for how much they can take and you know where is it located? Uh, well, we're just based here in Milwaukee, and we perform at various spaces around uh, around the city. So we performed at uh, at the UC, the Underground uh, Collaborative. Where's uh, that? That's Matt Kemple's thing. It's, yeah, uh, it's under the old uh, Grand, Grand Avenue. Avenue. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we've we've worked yeah. with Matt uh, many times. Uh, we're we're performing. Uh, we have a show in uh, the end of February. Uh, it's going to be at the Marcus Center, and there's what they're calling Studio Four A, which is a rehearsal hall on the fourth floor. They're uh, using as a black box. We'll where we've done. This will be our second time there. Uh, we're going to be at the Walker's Point uh, Center for the Arts uh, in the end of May. So we're, you know, various places. That's kind of like the Mad Rogues thing. We don't want to have one particular home. We want right. to create partnerships with venues and uh, all arts arts organizations throughout. Throughout the city, we kind of want to be just Milwaukee, not okay. any one particular physical location. Sure, okay. that's the rogue part. Yeah, that's the rogue one, part. Yeah. Exactly. The yeah. mad part is you smash the place up when you're done. Yes, and then you have to move on. So and you got to be kind of crazy to want to do all of this. Right, anyways. right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, the, the bars and bourbon thing. We saw one of their shows. It's 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 fun. It's yeah, a lot. Of, it's it's cool. I mean, the the acting was great. The show was great too. And then got probably about three quarters of the way through where the actress was like okay now you can start now to tell yeah. she's fumbling around with this bag of uh, props and uh, yeah. it just kind of got ridiculous but uh, yeah, yeah it happened it was fun yeah no it was, it was a good time now you started in new york involved with theater in new york yeah uh, namely the theater that most people would know as broadway or off broadway 
were you involved with anything regarding that? Uh, off Broadway, I was uh, I auditioned for Broadway, but didn't quite get didn't quite crack that that ceiling. Um, but I got close. I got close a couple times. Oh, that's cool. As an actor, yes, as an mm-hmm. actor. Yep. Um, but I was yeah, I was there for ten years. Moved there um, in two thousand two, and as you do, uh, most of the large regional theaters theaters like the like the Rep here in Milwaukee, they'll go to New York and cast, and you know sometimes bring actors back who they may not maybe they can't find that actor in their city, so they'll go to New York and cast for their season. Oh, cool. Uh, so about half of the jobs I did were regional theaters like that, like mm-hmm. places like the Rep, and then uh, about the other half was off-Broadway. Off-Broadway, off-off, and then like Fringe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's the biggest crowd that you've worked for? Uh, about 1,200. 1,200. Okay. okay. And that was, uh, that was uh, I did a lot, a lot of outdoor Shakespeare uh, in New York with a company called New York Classical Theater, and they did... Um, Site-specific, spe- site um, what he called panoramic style, where instead of the set changing from scene to scene, the audience would move. So at the end of the scene, oh. it would be one of like the, whoever's the last character out would be, and follow me to the king. And you would, seven, eight hundred people would get up and walk to the next location in the park. Um, huh, and one of the, cool. <laughs> one of the performances of Macbeth, we had about at our highest level, about 12, 1200 people. Wow. And that's, that's so un- unamplified, you know, in the, in the park. In the park. It's, wow, that's, that's a that's a that's a workout. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet it must be fun to see twelve hundred people following you. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> wandering cool. Wandering around in the it's park. It's pretty cool. You're like, wow, yeah. we're oh yeah. my gosh, there's people way over there. Oh, yeah, right, right. It must <laughs> be really, I, I have it must, to turn this way now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it must be really weird to be an outsider and just see you're walking through the park and whoa, whoa, well, the, what is happening? Yeah, they broke out. <laughs> you <laughs> pick up a lot of people like that. You know, you'll start sure. out with you know six, seven hundred, and then by the end of the show, you're eight, nine hundred because people keep glomming on and then the people who missed the first half you'll see them i've seen them sometimes like a couple days later they'll be back oh yeah we're just here to see the beginning because oh, we, yeah. we, we came in it. in the middle <laughs> it's kind of like cool. a movie theater where you, uh, you're you're waiting for your show you go and list, watch part of a show and yeah. you catch it later yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly maybe you should do it around the city you could gather you know Five, ten thousand people as you just wander around, you know, from downtown sure. out to the as, suburbs. As long as, as long as I don't get arrested for them thinking we're crazy. What are these yeah, right. people doing? <laughs> this giant around, mob wandering around. Wandering around city. speaking in blank verse. So. <laughs> right, right. I don't suggest you do the drinking part. <laughs> no. Probably, Open container laws would not right. be friendly on that no, one. No, <laughs> no. Is your wife involved in the theater as well? Uh, she uh, she actually is a classically trained opera singer. Um, oh, no kidding. And she sings jazz and standards. She sings with a big band here. Um, and she did a little musical theater at, at um at a time, one time, but most of her focus now is on uh, jazz and standards. Okay, okay. cool, yeah. nice. And where did you go to school? Uh, I went to college in Dallas, a little tiny, okay. uh, little tiny Catholic school in Irving, Texas, called the University of Dallas, right across the street from where the old Cowboy Stadium used okay. to be. And then um, I did a year of grad school in Virginia before that ended, and then went to uh, finish my graduate degree at Florida State University, the uh, Oslo Conservatory in Sarasota, which is where their graduate program for wow. acting is. So all over the place. Yeah, yeah, and that's okay. and that's just school. I mean, like, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then from New York, you were there ten years. Yeah. Um, well, I've done off and off, off mm-hmm. and fringe. fringe. So basically, those are your categories. You got Broadway, off Broadway, off, off, and fringe. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and I asked you about the largest crowd you played in front yeah. of. What's the smallest? Have you played for like three people ever? Mm. Or? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that was. Uh, th- that's happened. That's mm. happened in some of the some of the fringier shows. You're like, oh. I think we might outnumber the audience tonight. <laughs> this is not a good sign. Did the, the audience might get intimidated by that. Uh, I hope, hopefully not. I uh, didn't stick around long enough after the show. Those are ones where you go straight to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever bring them up? 
Come on, what Come the on. heck? There's only a couple of you. Come on up here, join us. Does that ever happen where you're short on actors and you you go on the audience and say, "Come on up," just no. like we need a like stand at Denny's? A, yeah. Could you help pour some coffee yeah. for me? We could, we could. I mean, there's some. I we did have actually this at the Fringe Festival this summer. Uh, one of the Matt's organizations, we ran a Shakespeare scavenger hunt where we took people around and like you had a leading you had an, uh, an actor planted in a location and then an actor was your guide and you had to like guess the right match of the scenes. Well, we oh, had okay. a guy who who wanted to be the actor in it. He was, you know, going on the tour and he's like, "Yeah, can I can I read the scenes? Can I do this?" We're like, "Heck, yeah, you can." Here. <laughs> <laughs> was he good? So, uh he was. He was yeah, not bad. Was I was like, "Who is the biggest name that you've worked with?" Um well, of contemporary ones, uh I've worked with uh well, some, some, sometimes it's from a different generation. So I worked with, uh, Estelle Parsons, who's an Academy Award winner. Uh, she won an, a Best Supporting Actress for Bonnie and Clyde. Um, oh, okay. I was, mm-hmm. I was directed by her in a show. I've acted opposite Polly Holiday, who was in, um, she played the, uh, the Southern, uh, waitress in, uh, named Flo in Mel's Diner. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Flo. Kiss yeah. my Kiss my grids. You knew her? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. And we stayed friends for a couple of years after the city. When, okay. You know, she just passed away, like, well, I mean, it was a while. Probably like 10 yeah, years ago, ago or something. But she, um, okay. but she was, you know, so she I had, She just passed away, like, <laughs> I 10 to, years ago. 10 years ago does not <laughs> mean just, just a while ago. You're right. You're right. I think it was somebody else from the yeah. show passed away. I think, yeah. was it Alice? George Washington just it, passed away. Just one. Yeah, you didn't know. Man. King George. He's not around anymore? Yeah, I know. Oh, come yeah, right. on. So. <laughs> you miss one day of the news. Yeah. And then uh, there's other ones like as far as like people who general public might know, there's not a not a lot. I've got some friends who are directors like who are, you know, directing Broadway shows right now, you know, oh, some, okay. some writers, you know, um, and things like that. I have a friend who uh, Zabrina uh, Guevara is on um, uh, one of the one of these new hospital shows, Amsterdam. That, that name Amsterdam, sounds yeah. very new familiar. Amsterdam. New Amsterdam, yeah, New yeah, Amsterdam. She was also familiar. the police chief in Gotham, so a handful okay. of you know, like you know, that level working actor. Yeah, really right. cool things. What so. about this? Uh, are you going to write a play? Are you in the midst of writing one? Um, I have written plays before. I am definitely not a playwright. I know I have I have far too many friends who are, uh, and I would never venture into the world of saying that I am a playwright by any okay. stretch of the imagination. But I have written a play. I'm actually going to this, going to uh, uh, Arizona to see it. A friend of mine is mounting a production in uh, in Phoenix of it's an adaptation of uh, Crime and Punishment. Okay. Okay. You know I'm a lover of the classics. Of course. Oh, yeah. Sure. I uh, uh, my original favorite was Homer. Oh, yeah. Got big fan. Big yeah. fan. Not yeah. Simpson. This no. is Homer. The, of the Odyssey. And Homer Iliad. of the Iliad and the Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, he was the original, like, one-name artist. You know, like Madonna, right? Yeah. That's true. What's Homer's He's last name? name? Or is that his last name? Uh, it's just it's just Homer. M- McGovern. Yeah. McGovern. I think so. He was, yeah. I, he was Irish or Scottish? There you go. That's it. A lot of Irish transplants down in ancient Greece. So. Well, yeah. I mean, you they know, like the weather. They do. Know? It is. Yeah. It's You know, the islands are beautiful. It's sure. At the time, so. the land was connected. That's great. Yeah, you could walk so, right yeah, across right, it. So. Yeah. These, I think these, the works, the Iliad and the Odyssey, they're more referred to as poems, right? They are epic poems. Yeah, they were... They weren't even written down for centuries. Right. But they were translated and then they did yep. stage plays for them, did they not? There have been, actually. I was uh I was in an adaptation of the Odyssey. Okay. Oh actually. Right. <laughs> that was uh speaking of that. by uh uh well another like, we were talking relatively famous people in the literary world, people might know who Derek Walcott is. He won the Nobel Prize for Literature uh in like nineteen ninety two. Oh, okay. Um, but he did an adaptation just of... Just a little while ago. Lila, just around, yeah, yeah, just right around the time Polly died. Uh, ten, exactly. <laughs> right. Happened at the same time, right, Jim? Uh, <laughs> just a the, uh, couple days ago. The Iliad, that, the main act of that featured the Trojan War. 
Yeah, that was the thrust of the action is the Trojan War. Yep. Yeah. Helena Troy, apparently a uh, real Bronze Age babe. Yeah, babe, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Achilles. Achilles, yeah. Of the heel fame. What did you call him? Achilles? That's Is that his that's official, actual yeah. name? That's the Greek in the trans in the translation that we read in college in my, you know, real kind of like you know, Ivory Tower Catholic school. It oh. was Achilles, Odysseus, you know, and then the, the fancier o- sounding name. Okay. Just, you know, Ach- Achilles and they're all the same. The other okay. main character is <clears throat> uh in Yeah, the, Achilles and who's the other main warrior? Uh oh God, what's his name? He gets dragged around. Hector. Oh, that's you know, Hector, you're right. I was thinking of Agamemnon. Agamemnon, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a tough word to say. That is Agamemnon, a tough word to say. Yeah. yeah. Isn't there a city called Agamemnon now? I don't think so. No, no, no he's no, no. Uh, no he's not nope. <laughs> no, but you can go. You can, not. But you can go to you can go to his house. Can you really? Yeah, you just, is it, is it, they're it, really it, hospitable. They pour you a nice a nice cup of wine and things like that. Oh, you can really? actually hang out with him. Is it Agamemnon? <laughs> it's, it's it's called Agamemnon's house. Yeah, yeah. palace. You know, he was famous stabbed in his stabbed in his bathtub by his wife. Yeah, yeah. If Oof. you translate, you know, we talked about <clears throat> different translations and names. Agamemnon in the original Greece is Gary. Oh, it's Gary of Greece. Essentially, Gary, that's good to know. Oh, yeah. What's really? Achilles? Gary McGovern. So Achilles. <laughs> Achilles is just Achilles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that story—I don't know if you guys know this—that involves uh, the Trojan horse, which was the original use of Trojans to penetrate defenses. Oh, that interesting. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> there's many. There's several entons in there we could go for. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, there was a lot of pressure on Homer. After the Iliad, to you know, do the money grab and come up with the sequel, the Odyssey. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and it was tough because you know the sequels very rarely are as good as yeah. the original. Yeah, almost, almost never. Yeah, almost never. Once but, in a while. But this one was pretty good. I mean, this yeah, is this, right up yeah. there. This gives Godfather Two a run for its money. Right. Yeah. Or Wrath of Khan. Great sequels, Wrath of Khan. Empire, Empire, Empire Strikes Back. You know, or Wrath you know, of Khan. Henry Empire Henry the Fourth. <laughs> Henry the Fourth Part Two. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which then he, but he really messed it up Shakespeare by going back for that third sequel of going for Merry Wives of Windsor. Yeah. See, that was. Yeah. Eek. Got greedy. Conquer. Got yep. greedy. Yeah. yeah. Chasing yeah. the coin, man. Not <laughs> never a good way. Right. So you, what do you got? Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. The Odyssey. Wrath of Con, yeah, Odyssey, God Godfather right Part Two, Godfather Part Two, right. yeah. great, great sequels. New yep. Testament, yep, New Testament, right. that's Testament. another yep. one. Yeah, that. Uh, I mean, they kind of they kind of went over the edge when they got to Revelation. You're like, oh, okay, one step too far, guys. Yeah, one easy, easy. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. the uh, the studios I'm sure they're pushing them to get come up with another hit poem. I mean, I mean, can you believe it's it's been a bestseller for how a thousand years? Yeah. You know, people are Who's clamoring, clamoring like for this. Yeah, right? I'm saying now the Trojan Horse. And the Trojan War was the main thing, and the Iliad, the Odyssey, is going is to the the, that to the us. travel of uh, Odysseus back home after the Trojan War. So Odysseus is the one who came up with the idea for the Trojan Horse. It was his idea, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, let's all pile in this big wooden thing and go inside the walls. It turned out pretty good. And sure. then it was about his uh, journey home, where he kind of he ticked off the sea god Poseidon, and he's like, okay, uh, you want to mess with me? I'm going to send you on this long journey. It's going to take you ten years to get home. It's a it's long like, time, all right? But you talked about Shakespeare. Yeah. Right? I'm a big Shakespeare fan, as Jim knows. Oh, oh sure. I won't shut yeah. up about it. Yeah, it's, it's always <laughs> dust thou, not dust. Dust, dust thou want a <laughs> soda, dust, Jim. It's always dust in the wind. It's, you know, he's always talking about this no, stuff. That's do- dust, isn't it? Dust or dust? It's D-O-S-T. It is yeah. spelled D-O-S-T, but you'd say dust. Yeah, yeah you'd not say dust. Dust, no. Dust thou protest. Dust, yeah. A lot of, a lot of the words don't, like, like... B A D E, which would be look like bade, is actually should actually be pronounced bad. <laughs> I heard something it. lately that like when they say ye old Y E, mm-hmm. the Y is pronounced as T H, and so ye old is just the old. 
<laughs> haven't heard that one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Come so on. seriously. So <laughs> we've been old, thinking the yeah, ye old, and ye they're old, like, like, why are you pronouncing like why, that? Why do you keep saying that? Why do you yeah. keep talking weird like that? Just the. <laughs> the old. Is that how you think we <laughs> talk back then? <laughs> and, and, the e, and the e at the end is not really silent, right? It's like the oldie, right? I don't Instead know. of ye old, <laughs> right, it would have to be yeah, the oldie, yeah, and theatery, yeah. right? <laughs> Theatery. <laughs> what uh, What do you think about the debate involving uh, Sir Francis Bacon and Shakespeare? Oh, the authorship debate. Yeah. Whether I think honestly, who cares? We have the plays. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, is it? I mean, there are people who think it's the it's uh, Edward De Vere. Um, the people who think it's Bacon. People think it's actually Christopher Marlowe. Mm-hmm. Like, there's all kinds of, or a combination of several. So, so wait, people. I, I'm unfamiliar with this. There's a there's a there's a <clears throat> debate a debate yeah. whether uh, Shakespeare actually wrote these right. things. Oh, whether really? the whether okay. the the person who there actually was a person alive who was known as William Shakespeare, who, you know, did live in Stratford upon Avon and was an actor in a company in London. So whether or not that human being was actually the person who wrote the plays, or if he was just a front for um, either oh, another okay. royal man who wanted to remain anonymous, Sir Francis Bacon is one of them, right? Okay. Or like a consortium of various noblemen. Sure. The, okay. the general argument being that a person of William the of William Shakespeare's uh, economic standing at the time wouldn't have had access to the education that would have been required to write ah, these plays, or that okay. he couldn't been as <clears throat> prolific. Potentially, yeah. that's okay. that's the yeah that's the part of it is that he couldn't he wouldn't have had time to write them. Um, oh, I you know. see. Yeah. But those, okay. all of those are, you know, there's as much evidence supporting the conspiracy theories versus right. the ones who just think it's like, it's actually this guy. Right. 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 So right. the truth is we're, you're never really going to know. The, you uh, know, but I think this bacon guy, I think he should back off. He's already got bacon. You, you got to have Shakespeare plays and bacon. Again, going, chasing, chasing the coin, man. He yeah. also was the guy that inspired uh, the game Six Degrees of Separation from Bacon. Most people think it's Kevin Bacon. It's actually Sir it's Francis, like Sir Francis, Francis Bacon. Bacon. It's right. true. That's, yeah, like on Law and Order, you can eventually yeah. trace back to Sir, Sir Francis, Francis Bacon. Bacon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And only Six Degrees, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Jim knows that I'm an entrepreneur, and I come up with different ideas. Oh, yeah. Sure. About things. Yeah, and, the inventions are... Right. Gone oh. mad here, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right, and so big fan of the arts, entrepreneur. Uh, I've already got some uh, investors in this concept. They've got Shakespearean dinner theaters. Like dinner theaters are common. Dinner theater is a right. thing. That's true. Right. So I'm going to start. It's a it's a concept. It's a fast food theater concept. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like where this is going. Yeah. Anything to do with Sir Francis Bacon? Just checking. Probably no, not. Probably no. Not, but okay. Although, you can get bacon, you on, you can get bacon on your burger. Yeah, you might want to corporate. Yeah, We've adapted some Shakespeare plays. Ooh, nice. Uh, the first one, Hamlet, we're going to call it Omelette. Okay. That, that is, I think yeah. is a good one. But that's, the, that's the one idea. I'm really I'm thinking about is uh, Macbeth. Macbeth, I should say. Macbeth. We're going to call it Mac Muffin or maybe Mac Griddle. I'm not sure. Which do you think is better? Um, I, I would go. I mean, you might get into some copyright infringements on some of well, those. Well, it's MAC, Mac, not MAC. MAC. Yeah. That's true. That's true. It's yeah. MAC. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Mac, I, I, I think I would go Griddle. Mac Griddle. Oh, Mac really? Griddle. Interesting. Yeah. I would have said Mac Muffin. <laughs> I mean, myself. Well, yeah, I, just, I mean, you, I don't know. I think Griddle's more versatile. You can be like, it could be lunch, dinner, breakfast, but Mac well, Muffin that's is true. kind of a. That's true. Well, Muffin kind of could be an English muffin or it could be a muffin, like a dessert kind of muffin. Yeah. Mac Muffin Mac, Mac Muffin, muffin with Sir Francis Bacon. Mac Mac. There you go. Yeah. Mac, Mac, Mac Bacon. Mac Muffin with Sir Francis Bacon. I like it. Would you like some bacon on your Mac, Mac Muffin? Yes, Mac Muffin. The, uh, the one, though, that I'm really banking on, the one I think that we're going to start our production with, I've adapted to play It's As You Like It. Yes. That's a famous Shakespeare play. Borderline, and I'm changing, borderline famous. Yeah, borderline famous. <laughs> I'm changing the name from As You Like It to Have It Your Way, The okay. Tale of the Burger King Lear. 
Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I like this. I like well that. Done. Hiding. Kind of a hybrid concept. Nice. I nice. like that. Yeah. Have you thought about this one on your menu? <clears throat> yeah. Perhaps a Julius Caesar salad. I considered huh? that. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I considered can that. Huh? Add two Jim with the jokes. Right. It That's might true. be. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little. Might be a little too. Uh, I don't know. On the nose, obviously yeah, in the, your yeah. face, maybe yeah. on the nose. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, no, I think that's that's. I think you got onto something there. Yeah, Jim it takes a lot of gall. <laughs> come up with that joke. That's that's all right, but you know, I think I, think I like that. The as you like it, the tale of the Burger King Lear. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, have it you know, your you, way. Yeah, have yeah. it your way. So <laughs> mm-hmm. have it your way. And Very nice. uh, you could work in some, you know, you know, some performative stuff too, where you've got somebody waxing poetic about the seven ages of man, and this, or like the seven ages of cheese, or the seven, yep. you know. Oh. The there seven you sides you could get with it, you know. The seven courses. Yeah, seven seven courses that could come with it, and then and then you know at the end when nobody when nobody really's going to order it, you just have the person go never 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 yeah. never. Only the Shakespeare people listening to this will get that. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Do you think we can? <laughs> do you think we can coordinate Mad Rogues in my uh, fast food concept? Uh, I think we can certainly. I don't see why not. Let's let's come up with something. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a good idea. That yeah, itches my my artistic scratch. Yeah. Well, no, scratch is my artistic, artistic itch. itch. Yeah, <clears throat> depends on depends on whether it's third person or first person. Itchy and scratchy yeah. brings Itchy us back scratchy. to Homer. I like yeah. it. Yep. I want to uh, thank our guests, yep. Brian. Thanks, Brian. Mason. Yeah. Thank you. This for is the just first the half. first half. So yeah, oh, okay. we're, we're coming. Back. We're going to come back here for the second half. Yeah, it's a little premature with the thank you actually, but I mean we can always just thank you. We'll thank him again. But yeah, right. depending on how you do in the second half, we're only halfway through. We got we got to go and make halftime adjustments. Exactly. Thanks for doing so well in the first half, and we'll see how it goes. All right. Well, let's get. Let's get back to the locker room and make those adjustments, okay. and we'll come back out for the second half. Sounds good. All right, see you in a bit. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast for the conclusion of our interview with Bryant Mason when we learn something interesting about his heritage. Have you learned anything about your yeah, past I mean, that might have changed your a little? Yeah, I mean, view it's, on yourself. Well, I mean, I, yeah, we did the, the, the ancestry thing, and mm-hmm. um, you know, we've kind of gotten as a family kind of gotten into it and we found out that we're uh, <laughs> oddly enough descended from royalty. royalty royalty yeah you've made it to the end of yet another bait and switch podcast spread the word